0: Today on The Topping Show, Adidas may lose up to $526 million from dumping Kanye West, the FBI secretly takes guns away, Ford makes a men's limited edition of their SUV, McCarthy rejects Zelensky's invitation, Barnes & Noble to open more stores, California cancels Walgreens, all of that and much, much more on The Topping Show. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Today's episode of The Topping Show is sponsored by ExpressVPN and Topping Technologies. ExpressVPN protects your online data, and Topping Technologies is an IT value-added reseller and services company with a special proficiency in IT security. If you're a business owner or an IT leader, use some assistance. You can reach them at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. Now, jumping into the business part of the podcast, California is going to halt their $54 million contract with Walgreens. Over their abortion drug policy. Now, Walgreens recently announced that it would not sell an abortion drug in twenty states. Specifically, the drug mifepristone, which, taken in in coordination with misoprostol, causes it induces abortion. Now, Walgreens has said they are doing this in direct response to not direct threats, perhaps per se, but is in direct response to words that gop state leaders are saying in regards to they're not making it illegal yet to sell that specific drug but they're saying it's on the roster we don't want you to sell it here so many are projecting official laws and release will follow and gaffin newsom said you know walgreens isn't being transparent so we're going to cancel his 50 million dollar contract meaning walgreens will no longer have the privilege to provide medication to california correctional institutions also known as prisons always have to have the fancy vernacular in there and it'll be interesting to see who steps into that contract and maybe walgreens tries to sue the state of california for the breach of contract i don't know if there's a certain like a clause in there the articles really didn't really didn't dive into it and of course gavin newsom said you know the canceling contract because walgreens won't provide clear answers which is calling the kettle black i'll dive into that in another episode it will be interesting to see how that progresses now adidas is unsure what they're going to do if they're really going to take a 526 million dollar loss on their yeezys shoes and a little background on adidas they're founded by adolf also known as Adi dossler he is a venture inventor entrepreneur and at the time member of the nazi party of course fans of his may say everyone in germany was or you were locked up and interestingly enough, his brother, Rudolf Dossler, also founded Puma. Now, one of the most fascinating points in athletic history and business history I found was Dossler actually found his way to U.S. Olympian Jesse Owens and wordlessly offered his distinctive shoes with uh, two letters, leather straps and the dark stripes to Jesse Owens. Owens accepted the jester and the shoes so Jesse Owens was wearing his shoes when he defeated Luz Long in the long jump. And this was Olympic gear where Jesse Owens won two Olympic medals at the 1936 Berlin Olympics. So one of the most prolific moments in history. One of the biggest upsets ever. And great product placement, of course. Now granted, he also sold to the Germans. so, But nevertheless, Jesse was a big win. Now... This all came from last year when Kanye West, also known as his new name, called Ye, which is great because imagine how much paperwork he is saving when he's trying to do an application for a credit card or something. if It's just one, only two letters for your name. That's, that's cut down on a lot of time. Although I don't know what you do for the last name. It might cause errors in the systems. Nevertheless, he's probably saving some time with that. However, the controversy came out last year, and I believe in October, and Kanye West clearly had a mental breakdown and started saying some anti- anti-Semitic things. He also says some conspiracy theories. A lot of disgusting and outrageous things. So every sponsor immediately dropped him, which is kind of ironic because people in the U.S. claim they really value mental health and you know helping people when they're going through a struggle or downtime. And if anyone's going through a tough time, that's definitely him. Not to excuse all of his behavior, but he was working a custody battle with his former ex-wife who is also of course dating someone so that's that's another mental turmoil i can't comprehend so he's having he's threatening to take his kids away i mean it's a really rough situation and he just went off the deep end so all the sponsors dropped him he said disgusting things and now he's kind of disappeared people haven't seen or heard of him in quite some time i don't know if he's been institutionalized, but adidas has this big i mean they're the reason yeezys were sold was kanye west uh, partnership so in october last year adidas broke with yay over his anti semitic remarks but in november 2022 adidas said they still own the design and will sell more of the product they're unsure 2023 so it was somewhat of a licensing agreement and wednesday march 8th adidas still unsure what they're going to do with all that inventory the current CEO, Bijan Golden, I believe is how you pronounce his name, he's expecting this 2023 to be a quote-unquote transitional year, or sorry, a transition year, and it'll be interesting to see what they do, because they're in a tough spot. In 2022, the Yeezy model line of shoes accounted for $1.2 billion in sales, which is astronomical when you consider the profit margins on any clothing and and shoes in particular. So it'll be interesting to see if I don't know if they try going back to Kanye once he gets better mentally or they're really just going to let that brand die. Kanye's rumoring that he's going to start his own shoe brand himself. He was meeting, he actually supposedly tried to meet with, I believe, Skechers. He actually kicked out of the lobby. This is when he's going through his mental breakdown um, and they actually said like hey we didn't even invite you here why you so it'll be interesting to see what happens from that situation but yeah 526 million dollar loss during one of the biggest economic downturns and inflation there's a lot of business challenges right now and it'll be interesting to see what they decide to do now on the contrast i i had to double check this article when i read it now this article noted that Barnes and Noble is actually going to increase the number of brick and mortar stores they have. And they actually increased their sales in 2022 by 4%. Now, their goal this year is to open 30 additional stores, which would be the largest expansion in over a decade, which in retail is especially noteworthy, and books, especially noteworthy. I try, I always read at least one book a month, usually business or philosophy. And I mean, more often than not, I just buy it online because, of course, convenience, We have the largest library in the world. I think Jeff Bezos made that joke, joke a couple years back. But you can literally find many books on there and it's shipped to you within you know, five, seven days or however long it is for the on-prime version. And yeah, to see them growing is pretty, pretty interesting. And a lot of people are attributing it to the hedge fund buyout in 2019. And the new CEO, James Daunt, he told all the store managers to tailor the stores in terms of their product catalog to the individual communities that they're serving and try to make it more of a customized experience to match those environments, which is a very smart business idea. That's one of the ways you could increase your sales, give the, every community is different and unique, You know, match their needs. Now, there's some actually criticizing this, saying that they're trying to mimic local stores which perhaps they, I mean, I guess they are by definition. If you're a local store and you only have one location, you're going to tailor just to that geography. That's just the reality of geographic uh, retail. So I don't see if that's really that big of an attack. And I was even shocked to say they have over 600 locations. Now, this does go against my collectible sign collection, though, since I usually try to store and purchase and display business signs that are already defunct, as you can see be- behind me. I actually bought a dual-branded Starbucks Barnes & Noble sign-off of Craigslist a couple years back and restored it, you know, took the lights out and gave it a nice washing. And that's in the podcast, uh, my main podcast, Living Room. So it hasn't made it on this wall yet, and I thought it would, but it seems like they're actually going to be around for quite some time, which is great because reading is something everyone should do. It's one of the best values in life. It costs usually... It costs a person about a year of their sweat sweat equity to create a book, and for under $20, you can read it in under a couple days. So, it's a great phenomenal value, in my opinion. Now, going over to, the, over to the culture part of the part of the podcast, which in this case is also starting to bleed into the politics section, is the FBI secretly coordinated to take guns away. Now, th- this is thanks to the Freedom of Information Act by Gun Owners of America, if you don't Have you ever heard of FIA, the FIA Act, or Freedom of Information Act? Simply put, it's when you go to the government with a piece of paper or an application saying, hey, I want to see these documents, and they're supposed to, release them. Granted, they're policing themselves, so that's why we still have all the papers from the JFK assassination, which the CIA actually requested that they don't release them all, even though that date actually passed, I believe it was last year, where when it first happened, you know, a lot of things were declassified. They said, okay, you know, after this amount of time, we'll declassify it. And of course, that didn't happen. Just to add further mystery to the situation, of course. Now, going back to this situation, thanks to the Freedom of Information Act, it shows that the FBI coordinated secretly with medical centers and hospitals to strip U.S. citizens of their right to own, buy, or use firearms. Now, this wasn't a massive scale, but it's still disgusting to quantify it. It says at least 15 people between 2016 and 2019 secretly signed a form which asked the signatories to declare themselves a quote-unquote danger to themselves or others, lacking quote-unquote mental capacity adequately to contract or manage their lives. And this is one of the most disgusting things I've heard in my life in regards to the situation, and I see them taking advantage of people. Are there people who are in that mental capacity or lack their thereof capacity? Of course. But to go to a hospital when someone's at the most vulnerable part of their life, perhaps one of the biggest crossroads in their life is that moment. And they're being shoved a piece of paper saying, hey, sign this so you can never own a gun again. And by the way, they never can. So diving into that note, the story first broke in 2019 when AmmoLand.com discovered a NICS indicates self-submission form. Now, a NICS system is basically the background check for all firearms when you go to FFL or a federal firearm licensee. So think of traditional brick and mortar, short, mortar store, mom pop shop, Cabela's. Anyone who sells a new gun or use gun, if they're a store, they have to have that license. When they do a background check, they use the NICS system, which I believe is the National Information Crime System, or some fancy thing the government likes to make. So they discovered that system, now had that self-submission form. And that form gave Americans the opportunity to, quote, unquote, voluntarily give up the Second Amendment rights, allowing no means by which the forfeited rights can be resecured. That is perhaps the most disgusting thing well, the whole thing's disgusting, but I still say that's perhaps even worse. So not only are you taking advantage of these people at the most vulnerable part of their life, but you're also saying for the rest of your life, you do not have the right to defend yourself. We don't think you'll ever get better. We don't think you'll we'll ever improve. Talk, I mean, talk about a depressing thing to tell someone. You're never going to improve. You're never going to get better. I mean, that's just utterly disgusting. And we need more. Thanks to that reporting, more Freedom of Information Acts were applied and submitted. And hopefully, like I say, the more data, the better, the more information, the better. Hopefully, we learn this so we can properly write to our representatives to ensure things like this do not happen again. Now, going on to the other interesting part of the culture podcast, one of the most cornerstones of American culture, some would say the lexicon of intellect, is the view. I mean, you're going to gain a lot of information there. Now, the recent, recent news on The View was Whoopi Goldberg, who, I mean, she was famous for all of her interesting takes. Most recently, she has a lot of controversies. She said that the Holocaust had nothing to do with race. This is someone who has a job at a news, quote-unquote, company in corporate America, which is a, perhaps a good metaphor for The View. So she said that, and all she got was a slap on the wrist. I'm pretty sure she got paid vacation. And of course, depending on who you are, there's just no consequences. And to say that, thats we thought, I thought the FBI statements and actions... I mean, jeez, talk about a disgusting thing to say. So Whoopi Goldberg recently said, now her recent tragedy, or blunder some might say, she's saying that the Department of Justice should investigate Fox News for recruiting domestic terrorists. And specifically, she mentions the lawsuits from Domino or Domino voting systems in which Fox News alluded that may have cost the election during the last presidential election because of the discrepancies in the hardware, the software, lack of, I mean, there's no open source of this code. So there's a lot of rumors of, is it skewed? What's going on there? And she said that was recruiting domestic terrorists, which is ridiculous beyond all belief and hilarious to think they would accuse it. I mean, if you look at traditional media, you have one pseudo-conservative company. I mean, and even Fox News—it's debatable if they're even conservative because they're not even letting Trump back on. So they're pushing the election in a different way already. And there are rumors that Mur- Murdoch and the family, during the last election, as soon as it—you know—the results were in, they were all jubilated and happy as heck. But yeah, to say, yeah, that—that's another term that's lost all meaning. I mean. Everything's terrorism. Everything's race. It's just, it's ridiculous to castigate your political enemy in that way. And, I mean, have some evidence to back up your claims. Now, going into the politics, McCarthy rejected Zelensky's invitation to visit the Ukraine. Specifically, Vladimir Zelensky invited Kevin McCarthy in an attempt to show him justification of why they deserve more money. Now, keep in mind, the United States has given 113 billion dollars to the ukraine in 2022 that being a combination of both fiscal weapons materials as well as financial support which also includes pensions for their government officials Let's contrast with that that spend with afghanistan in 2000 in 20 years the united states spent 146 billion on afghanistan now, keep in mind, I did read an article. That number does include the military and the humanitarian assistance, but does not include the price of the U.S. troops to actually pay them and facilitate them to go there. So the number, of course, isn't the entire number, but it's pretty representation of the situation. And Kevin McCarthy got a lot of flack from both Republicans and Democrats when the Russia-Ukraine war conflict, wherever we want, wherever we want to call it the situation. Ken McCarthy said we should not be sending a quote-unquote blank check to Kyiv, the capital of Ukraine, which, how is that controversial is beyond me. In sale, if, even if you're selling a car or you're buying a house, or buying, you would never just send a blank check without oversight of what you are getting. Show me the tangible assets, where everything is going, and how it is going to benefit us long term. And all he was asking for is oversight, and everyone attacked him, which is something the right is just terrible with. Is They attack their own, but Democrats are much more strategic. You really don't see them attacking each other. So another thing, Republicans need to pick up their game if they ever want to have a hope of winning. Now, it'll be interesting to see how much money the United States gives t- to the Ukraine this year, which is a big deal because a lot of people are suspecting, including myself, The conflict could end tomorrow if we just said, hey, we're not sending any more aid. heres We want you to have, go negotiate. Here's the terms we want. I mean, we're the biggest funder of this whole conflict. And yet, there's really no appetite for that. Quite the opposite, in fact. So hopefully, peace comes soon. Peace and stability are always the best. We'll see what happens in the future other political news u.s officials are concerned about spying cargo carrier cranes now specifically the cranes are made by zpmc which is a chinese state-run manufacturer the trains contain quote-unquote contain sophisticated sensors that can register and track provenance and destination of containers and these chinese-made cargo container cranes are at many of the u.s ports surveillance actually agree with this US official yeah that's a big security concern that was foolish to ever buy them in the first place because of course they're transmitting that data and we live in the information age I believe it was 2018 or a couple years back the most valuable asset on the planet was not oil was not diamonds not gold it was data so there's been a huge shift in humanity in terms of what we value and where we're seeing the return on investments and right now this data China basically knows everything we're getting and where we're putting. Keep in mind these ports don't just transmit all the stuff we buy off the internet that comes from overseas in terms of your IKEA furniture and all your knickknacks. Personally I like to make my own furniture, but that's you know, besides the point. But it's also military gear, military hardware. So that's a that's like playing poker and showing the other hand your entire other player your entire hand. So I don't know if it's a simple software hack where we could have US hackers go into those systems and disable that ability to transmit and collect that data. But yeah, it's not a good thing. And it'll be interesting to see. Who knows? Maybe people will come together and fix that. Now going on to the business blunder of the day, Ford recently unveiled a men's limited edition of their SUV. Now, this was supposed to be an attempt to celebrate International or National Women's Day or Women's Month. And Ford had a commercial which starred Brian Cranston, who's a star of an old sh- of a show called Breaking Bad, apparently, who recently stirred up the political pot by saying people who believe he said the statement, make America great was racist and evil, same with, as, as well as the purported people that are fre- uh, friendly with that term and that political affiliation. So he just basically cut his fan base in half. Which is why, especially if you're a mass product maker or a, like an entertainer like a movie, I mean, I always think it would be more prudent to shut the hell up and make your movie. Pardon the French, but it's just, if you're making a movie, unless it's a political movie or a political documentary, why not go for the widest audience possible? But that's just me, everyone. Maybe he thinks he's going to make, I mean, maybe his career, Hollywood is pretty one-sided. So, I mean, he's not going to lose his job, for sure. He'll probably get a promotion or a bonus. But it might limit his audience in future movies and cinema, depending on how audiences react to that or how offended they are. If they, if they care, maybe they don't. Now, the Ford's Men's Only Limited Edition had the commercial with Brian Cranston's voice. And it made a notes about, oh, yeah, this uh, SUV doesn't have a heater. Uh, does, doesn't have brake lights. Doesn't doesn't have a GPS. Oh no, doesn't have a turn signal. It doesn't even have a wiper. Well, this guy sucks. Quote, you know, partial quote by Brian Cranston. And I think it's more appropriate when I, I a couple of days ago I said who I would nominate for you know best women or you know who I think would be a great representation to celebrate women's success. And I actually noted the windshield wiper inventor. Now, it was just a silly, it was a ridiculous commercial, partially because they would never have that commercial run in the opposite direction. However, part of me likes to be a little smart alec. So if anyone ever asks you, well, what would they do if they, had, if they tried to do a women's only SUV where they didn't have, ever, didn't have all the things invented by men? And this was done within eight minutes of me just searching the internet. So what would those things be? Well, the internal combustion engine, invented by Claude and Nic- Nyssefort, or what, something like that in France, the transmission, Oscar Banker. The car wheel, Carl Benz. The ca- the car tire, John Lloyd Dunlop. The seat belt, Niles Bolin. The car battery, Gaston Plante. Car airbags, jo- John Hendrick. The radio, Paul Galvin. The mass-produced car, Henry Ford. So it'd be interesting. Now, I'm going to bet Ford is not going to make that commercial. Partly because there's no such thing as National Men's Month or Men's Day. Which, who cares? but it is interesting to see that contrast of course they have a final disclaimer like this isn't actually for sale but it's one of those things where if they wanted to broach the topic maybe they would have had a comedian do it instead of a pseudo or i guess brian Francis is more of a serious actor or drama but i just thought it was just a blunder because they're not going to sell that as the suv doesn't exist it was a parody I suppose the base, mo- the real base model does exist, but it's just a business blunder. They could, if they want to celebrate women's success, there's much more effective ways they could have done it to have that stark contrast. Just if your company is Ford and you're a, a traditional automotive company, you could have thought of something better in my opinion, maybe more, something more classy. So my company is risque when it comes to traditional businesses or, you know, but it, needless to say, Ford could have made a much better commercial. That is, by far, the business blunder of the day. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. If you'd like to see more content like this, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment. Everyone helps. Don't forget to tell your friends, tell your family, tell all your coworkers, heck, tell your enemies, tell anyone. To stay safe, fight the good fight.